Welcome to All Ears, Senior Living Success, where we talk with industry leaders to make sure you find success in your community. My name is Matt Reiners, and I'm the co-founder of Eversound, a company dedicated to improving quality of life for older adults by giving them the gift of hearing. Welcome back. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to Heather Tussing, the COO and VP of Sales at Morning Point Senior Living and Independent Healthcare Properties. I had a chance to meet and get to know Heather on the conference circuit this past year, and have to say she is a tremendous leader and has a tremendous focus on helping to build culture within our organization and senior living as a whole. So thanks for joining me today, Heather. Thank you so much, Matt. It's my pleasure. I'm grateful to be here. Very cool. So, you know, Heather, I look at your background, you know, growing from a admissions and marketing director at a single location to now the COO and VP of sales with over 35 locations. Before I ask, when do you find time to sleep? You know, I would have to take a, a wild guess and, and just say you've led quite a few people over your time. Um, and I'm curious, you know, what is your philosophy when it comes to leadership? I think leadership, um, and I'm so grateful that I began where I began and I've worked my way up. Um, but I think you have to lead by example. And that's what I do. I don't expect anybody to do something I won't do myself. Um, but leading by example is pivotal. Um, and then in addition, I think it's ex important to explain why. So we have to make decisions and sometimes they're not the most favorite decision, but if there's a why behind it, it gets buy-in and it helps people understand. I love it. And, you know, over your time, have you, has your leadership philosophy evolved at all? It sure has. When I first began, um, and when I first began as an executive director, I honestly, like, I don't know how I got hired. I didn't have any management experience. I didn't have executive director experience. I don't know how I got hired, but I'm grateful I did. And it was an amazing experience. But I thought you treated everybody the same. Like, you had to treat everybody the same. Everything has to be the same for everybody. And that's actually not, that's not the way it is. Um, everybody has to be treated fairly. But I think the way you lead is by leading people in the way they need to be led. And that's different for multiple people. It's going to be different. And it's important to understand that and to work with them in that manner. So definitely my leadership style 100% has changed. Uh, and I'm grateful for that. I think as we, we, we grow and evolve. Yeah. Hey, if you're not growing, right, and you're kind of just stagnating, it's just you're not, you're not happy. You're just not set up for success. And you know, I love the philosophy of situ situational leadership, right? Because it, yes. it's so true. Like each person's a little bit different. Each person has different motives. You know, whether it's the carrot or the stick, right? You kind of need to take different approaches with different exactly. people and getting to know them who they are. And even um, with even with the person, like in different situations, it could be different for that person, even depending on what season they are in right then. So um, definitely be cognizant of that. Of course, and. You know, I'm curious, like over your time, if you notice, because I know we take definitely the person approach, but any like themes or patterns that you've realized with people, whether they need more or less of nowadays, especially as we're like having welcoming new people into the workforce? I think that it's important to, to have a certain degree of check-in, regardless of the individual. Um, and then again, the check-in can look slightly different based upon what that individual needs, but there needs to be some type of contact. Um, we still have to keep the humans in what we do and um, in the human relationship side, regardless. So I do think that it has evolved slightly through the current challenges. Um, and some things are, you know, maybe we're not visiting certain locations as often or um, travel was really difficult there a while back. Um, now that's not such a challenge anymore, but we had to learn different modes of communication. And I think 
you know, Zoom, um, Teams, there's all different ways that you can communicate and still see face-to-face because I do think there's value in that. And I do think there's value in seeing expression and seeing people face-to-face as opposed to just a text or a Teams message or a voicemail. I think it does bring a lot to the table. I would agree. Uh, I think there's, you know, pros and cons of everything, but I think one of the pros too of like being in person, it's almost like those, you know, talk talk about the water cooler talks, right? And it's almost like those side conversations and it's not that five minute kind of debrief at the beginning of the meeting and then strictly business. You have an opportunity to be more human with people. And that's so important because that's how you, I've, the way I've built my career is by building relationships and, and you can't build relationships if you don't learn the person. And the person is way more than just the role they're fulfilling in your organization. And so that is very important. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's it's the foundation and, you know, building that trust in those relationships, you can build on top of that for everything else that's to come out of it. Definitely. And, you know, Heather, acting as the COO and the VP of sales, you know, um, I'm, there's definitely some alignment and similarities yeah. in those. But I'm curious if you notice any changes in your leadership style when you're wearing your COO hat versus your VP of sales hat. I think it depends on the scenario and what we're working through at that period in time. So I think, I mean, I'm grateful because I think any COO honestly wears multiple hats during every single day. So whether they have more than one title or not, they're still putting hats on and off all day long, which is what I love. I mean, it's exciting. It's never boring. You get to you know test yourself. I, I love it. Um, but do I think with the VP of sales, I think that is a little more creative focused than some of the other things that I do during a day. So I appreciate that. Um, both are very collaborative. Um, so there are a lot of similarities. I would just say on the sales piece, it's probably a little more creative um, and it's also aided me in diving into click campaigns and just the analytics behind that. And that's something that I didn't, didn't have a strong understanding in. And so I think the, the sales piece has allowed me to get into that side of the technology that I didn't have a broad understanding of. I love it. Yeah. Hey, it's always nice to flex those creative juices at times. Exactly. Yeah. I have a great team I work with. So, and that makes it a lot better too. Absolutely. And, you know, as we're still amidst a, a global pandemic, right, you know, rates are at all time high now, you know, and where senior living frontline staff has arguably felt the most out of it, right? And some of the, the biggest superheroes, you know, working in the front lines, helping the older adults in our lives, you know, how are you thinking or approaching leadership while also battling burnout? As an organization, organizations still have to push forward. We still have to strive to be successful. We have to provide the services that what we say we're going to do, be caring, meaningful, have amazing associates that work with us and that take care of our seniors. So there's things we have to do and that are non-negotiable. But I think in the way we do that, we've had to learn to pivot somewhat. Um, There's an extra degree of flexibility that probably wasn't there pre-pandemic. And I'm not it's not necessarily a bad thing. Is it a challenge? It is a challenge. Uh, But I think we've had to, you know, really get creative. We've had to think of alternate, um, alternate shifts. And I think there's been more grace given. And so I do think it's been a learning experience and it's been tough. Don't get me wrong. And the frontline associates are truly the heroes. There's no doubt about it. But I also think that as far as leadership goes, it's aided not just at, um, at a home office level, but also at a community level. It's ha- helped all those leaders shift somewhat their thoughts and their views because we've had to. 
And so, Heather, if you could look into your crystal ball here and just give, you know, we're at the beginning of the year, new year, new me, but if you could just give like other senior living leaders just with like three key takeaways, just, you know, to help guide them over the next year, what would you say? I would say one, we still have to set goals instead of path to attain those goals. So yes, we're still in a pandemic, but that doesn't mean we don't move forward. We still have to continue to move our organizations forward. Our residents, our associates, our teams, and our owners or investors, they deserve that. So we still have to move forward. So set a goal, set goals, and uh, make a plan on how those are going to be achievable, even during the tough times we have now. I think we need to be empathetic leaders. That doesn't mean we don't have the same expectations. It just means our delivery could be different. There could be a time that's right and a time that's not right. So I think empathy is vital currently. I think it's always important, but I think during the last couple of years, we've seen the increase in the importance of understanding and being empathetic. Um, and then I also think that the third thing is, is that strength comes through challenges. So not just the pandemic, I'm sure most of us can think back to times in our career where we thought we couldn't do it another day. And guess what? We're here, we're still doing it another day. And so I yeah. think through these challenges, you know, we've learned and we've evolved and we found new ways of doing business and new ways of taking care of our residents, ways that we never would have dreamed of before. Um, and our associates as well. So I think though it's been a challenging time and do I wish it hadn't existed? Of course, I think we all wish that. But at the same time, I think there's been learning experience that have come out of this. I think that we've all grown stronger through these challenging times. Great guiding principles as we think into the future here. And Heather, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for taking the time here today to just kind of share your knowledge and industry expertise with the rest of us. I definitely learned something. I know our listeners will have learned something as well. So thank you. And I'm grateful for your time today. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate the opportunity. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. If you'd like to know when we post the next episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you're interested in how Eversound can help improve the quality of life in your community, Find out more at eversoundhq.com.